NorthshoreFishingReport.com radio, broadcast one. Welcome to NorthshoreFishingReport.com radio. This will be our first broadcast, and joining us in the studio is Mr. Henry Poirier from Covington, Louisiana. Welcome, Mr. Henry Poirier. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Good. Um, now, you, you're no stranger to the Lake Pontchartrain. That's what we're going to be talking about today is fishing the Lake Pontchartrain, specifically jigging the causeway. And now uh, I've heard you say that that's your favorite 24-mile reef, right? Is that true? Oh, yes, sir. Out of all the 24-mile reefs, that's your that's favorite? That's the one. Okay. So let's start with the basics. Let's, uh, what time of year would you say, if you had to pick, if you were going jigging the causeway, what, what time? Usually May. May? May is the best. May and then around October. May and October. Okay, w- why? That's usually right as the spawn's over with, the trolling dies down, and that's when jigging picks up. Okay. Just explain it, what, what jigging is for 10% who doesn't know. Uh, jigging's where you throw your lure out, hit the bottom, and work it back to you, and hopefully uh, pick up a trout or two. Okay. So... Uh, the causeway, let's say launching out of, the, out of, out of Lake Pontchartrain, where, where specifically do you launch? Usually I'll launch out of Mandeville. Uh, it's a little bit closer to the causeway, not much, than Madisonville. Mm-hmm. If it gets crowded, then you run to Madisonville, you have more parking available. Great, great. And about, about how long it takes you to get out there? Not long at all, huh? No, it, it depends where I'm going to fish along the bridge. Sometimes it'll take five minutes, sometimes 15 minutes. Okay. Now, fishing has been insane in Lake Pontchartrain this year. What, what do you accredit that to? Uh, last year it was good until they opened the spillway up. Well, of course. So I believe this is going to be a repeat of last year minus the spillway. We should, I think this year we're going to see a record trout this fall. All right, great, great. Okay, uh, so let's, let's go back to jigging. How far out? Uh, it depends on the wind. If you've got a north wind, you want to stay closer between four mile and two mile. If you've got a south wind, move a little further out. The, the key to it is to find clean water. Clean water. Yes. Uh, more important, clean water or moving water? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you need the water to be moving. And the causeway, the tide doesn't move as much as it does further east as the Wrigley's or the Trestles. Over there, you get, you know, a one-foot tide range, whereas a causeway, you'll get a .6. Okay, now, jigging the causeway as opposed to jigging the trestle, what's the difference? A lot more snags. <laughs> <laughs> the causeway, you have to have a little bit more patience. Uh, and, of course, you've got 24 miles, whereas a trestle, you only have five miles. So pick a spot. Don't be afraid to move. I usually don't anchor at the causeway. I'm always moving. Right, right. Uh, lures, favorite lures? Uh, here lately, the Matrix. Matrix. Matrix Shad. Uh, either Shrimp Creole or Lemonhead are the hot lures this year. Half ounce? Yes, sir. Half ounce uh, head? Leave the quarter ounce for Hopedale and Lafitte. Three-eighths sometimes works if you have a slow current, but half ounce. You want to be able to cast. You want your lure to hit and go straight to the bottom where you cast it at. Okay, take take our listeners out. Say, you know, they want to go from start to, to finish. What should they bring out there? Do they need live bait? Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, live bait, you'll catch a lot more what we call bycatch. You know, you have some croakers, some catfish. Sheep's head. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, artificial, you're mainly going to get redfish, trout, and flounder. Okay, okay. 
So what is your lure of choice? Right now, I've got a shrimp creole hook on my uh, my rod. Okay. Uh, when's the last time you've been out there, man? Uh, fishing has been last weekend. Last weekend. Kind of tied up with uh, shrimping right now. There you go. How'd you do? Uh, pretty good. Got a uh, ice chest full. Really? So, all right. They're going out there. They got they got the lures. They're ready to roll. Um, let's say they're they're not going to do live shrimp. We'll save live shrimp for another discussion. Let's say they're going artificial. Head straight out to the causeway. How yeah. far off do we start trolling? Uh, first, make sure you bring the right equipment. You don't okay. want to go out there with 50-pound Teslon on big surf poles. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to feel the bottom. I use a castaway or falcon rods. Length, it, it's all in your personal flavor. Uh, I use a medium, the fast action. And I like my 2500s uh, Stratic by Shimano. Mm-hmm. You can't beat them. They're light. You can fish them all day long. And some people still use mono. Me personally, I'm I'm stuck on Power Pro ever since I put it on a reel. Right, right, right. Uh, once once you get out the launch, I like to run straight over to the causeway about a mile out, just to kind of get a feel for the water, see what the water clarity is, see if it's moving. Uh, also, if it's rough, if it's rough, you want to stay close to shore, you know. And once once I hit the bridge, and I just start going down. Like I said, if we have a north wind. I'll stay usually two to four mile. Uh, if it's calmer, I really like right around eight mile, right on the other side of the drawbridge. Mm-hmm. What side of the bridge? Any specific side? Does it depend on the wind? Uh, yeah. I mean, you don't want to get beat up out there, of course. But me personally, I like the west side of the bridge. Why? I don't know. I just seem to catch more fish either on the west side or in the middle. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do too good on the northbound bridge. It's always the southbound, west side. Mm-hmm. What about the, uh, the cast? All the way clean under, right up against the pylon? What are we doing here? Um, if you've got a hard current, you can actually go a little bit off the bridge. But if you have little movement... You want to cast, I mean, directly. You want to hit the pollen, basically. Let it drop right down. Sometimes, if the current is real slow, I will actually troll directly alongside of the pollens and just drop my lure straight down and work it as I'm moving along the bridge. All right, let's discuss this. Uh, the sliding cork rig and the Carolina rig. All right. Uh, what a sliding cork rig is, is you put a bead and a little piece of string on your line first, you weed it through the cork. That way you can adjust your depth. You can fish 12 feet deep with a cork versus just a clip-on where you can only get, you know, three to four feet. As far as a Carolina rig, you have a Carolina rig and a drop shot rig. Right. Uh, Carolina, you put a slide sinker, a swivel, uh, a leader, and I like to use a kale hook, usually about two feet back. Uh, drop shot, you put your weight on the bottom, put your hook, usually about a foot to a foot and a half, up on the line. Okay. What about snags? Ever get snags? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not snagged, you're not fishing. Uh, they, have, they have some snags at the causeway. Most of the time, you hook onto the pollens themselves. The trestle is really bad. It's, it's taken probably a couple hundred dollars worth of uh, jig heads. Oh, yeah? Okay, so we're out there. We're at the causeway. We're trolling along. We got still water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not too clean. Uh, you, I look for a foot of visibility okay. or better. Foot. It all depends if you're fishing closer to the bridge. Uh, if you've had a lot of rain, 
in the past few days that you funk the river will throw out a lot of fresh water. Sometimes it can be a little dirtier there. The best thing to do is, and it sounds kind of funny, but taste the water. Yeah. If yeah. you don't taste any salt in it, keep going until you find some salt water. Okay. So salt w- will vary from, from spot to spot. I always thought if it yeah. don't taste salt, there's not going to be salt out there, but I guess farther out. Yeah, you'll find more salt. I mean, everybody says it's like Venice. You mm-hmm. have fresh water and then salt water underneath, but I find if the water's a little saltier, you do a little bit better. Okay. Um, okay, so you, you, you primarily fish plastics. Let's say we wanted to fish. Uh, well, let's, let's go to, to, to actually fishing the plastics. How do you work it on the bottom? Uh, what I like to do is I catch most of my fish on the west piling of the bridge. Right. You've got an east piling and a west piling. Most of my fish come off of the west piling. What I'll do as I run my trolling motor along the side of the bridge, I will cast past the pollen where i would actually drag my bait around the pollen in front of it and nine times out of ten that's where i get a bite all right once i cast out i'll throw past the pollen i'll let my lure hit bottom easiest way to tell when your lure is on bottom is to watch your line you see your line tight all of a sudden usually about 10 seconds you see your line go slack and lay in the water once that happens go ahead and flip your bail over reel all your slack out what I'll do first is I'll pull a long bottom just for about four or five feet. After that, I'll give it two twitches straight up, reel my slack in, let it hit bottom, drag it for another two to three feet, and give it another one to two twitches. I never twitch once. It's always two, sometimes three times. Reel your slack in and just wait for it. Most of the time, the trout will hit it. After you twitch it, when you reel your slack in, you'll feel like you either have dead weight on it a snag or it'll, it'll just take off with it okay now you said straight up is that a new routine for you um i heard you talking about previously how the 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 hook set has changed has, has anything changed from how you used to do it it seems like this year uh anglers are having a lot more trouble setting the hook on these trout at the at the causeway definitely i grew up fishing uh mainly with a popping cork where you pop sideways so it it took a little getting used to uh Everything this year is you twitch straight up, and once you feel the fish on there, you feel the pressure, reel in just a little bit, kind of pull the fish towards you, and you should feel another bump where the fish goes to get a better bite on your lure. Once that happens, reel down, and you want to set the hook straight up on the fish. Right. Some reason this year, I find I'm getting a lot of hits. You can't land as many pulling the hook to the side. It's, It's best to pull straight up. The trout you're catching nowadays is probably the biggest you've seen at the causeway on um, overall average. Yeah. It, so far this year, you had a couple days good, and then you have a couple days with nothing but dinks. Yeah. You know, 11, 11 and a half inch trout. But when you, when you do hit them, they're, they're good, solid two to three pound trout. Best trip you've had out to the causeway this year? Uh, best trip, we had 75 trout. Uh, smallest mm-hmm. was three pound, biggest was right at eight pounds when was that that was two months ago two months ago okay. yeah uh, now i noticed you, you troll a little bit we're not going to get into trolling this segment because we're going to do another uh broadcast specifically dedicated to trolling but the, you do you prefer trolling over yeah fishing, yeah it? definitely uh jigging is a little bit more work whereas trolling uh causeway you control you just put your rods in a holder trestle you hold it in your hand 
But uh, yeah, jigging there's a little bit more work involved. Let's let's go to two live bait. Uh, say they, they picked up some some live shrimp. We got live shrimp. We're going out to the causeway. How would you break that? Uh, causeway with live shrimp, it would more than likely be a Carolina rig. That's okay. one of my favorites. Okay. And uh, what are we? How are we working on the bottom? Uh, you're not. Not. <laughs> you're gonna throw. You want to keep moving, but slow your pace down a little bit. Put your trolling motor on the slowest set. So you keep have. moving. Okay. Throw it out there, where you actually drag your shrimp right around the pollen. And you don't want to twitch it. You don't want to jig it. Uh, shrimp are kind of sensitive. They don't like it when you uh, jig them too much. Not only that, you end up ripping the shrimp off the hook. Right. Every now and then, you know, I'd give it just a little bump on the bottom and reel in my slack and just keep the line tight. Okay, what if you're cheap like me and you'd rather pull the trawl right quick or throw the cast net? What, what can you expect? Uh, if you've got a little test trawl, which I usually keep one in my boat, uh, you can go pull usually about a mile out the launch just watch for crab traps uh best bait is with a trawl is your baby croakers for trout eat baby croakers because the croakers will go actually on the nest and eat the trout eggs so they're like sworn enemies wow uh if you use a cast net go actually inside the harbor and you can throw and get pogies you want a pogie about two to three inches long it's kind of like trout candy oh okay Okay, you got your live bait on the bottom. Sitting on the bottom, you feel it. Bam. It's got to be something different than, than you know, fish and plastics. You let them take it. What, you, you, you get anxious? What, what, what's going on? Oh, yeah. On? It's uh, kind of like trout fever. You want to set the hook. But with shrimp, you can kind of set the hook a little bit quicker. If you're using baby croakers, uh, you usually you got to sit and wait three to a five count. Once that happens, you go ahead, set the hook, and uh, usually the trout, you catch on croakers are going to be bigger than the trout you're going to catch on shrimp and you're also not going to get as much bycatch on croakers as you do with shrimp shrimp unfortunately you will get the hard heads you will get the croakers you will get the stingrays uh with baby croakers or pogies usually you don't get that you know usually a strictly trout and sometimes you get an occasional redfish on uh pogies okay what conditions, if you had to describe the perfect condition when you're going out to the causeway, and I'm, I'm sure you've experienced that. You're, you're riding out, and it's, it's all adding up. The, the, the excitement's building. It's, it's a perfect day. What, what, what would be the perfect day to go out there? Uh, of course, I like it a little overcast. Mm-hmm. It kind of keeps the heat down a little bit, especially in the summertime. I do better with a small chop, you know, maybe half a foot to a foot chop. Every time it seems like you've got the perfect day, it's slick, calm. Mm-hmm. You catch, but it seems like you don't catch as good when you really have to work for them when it's a little rougher. Yeah, yeah. All right, there you have it. That's Mr. Poirier uh, feeding us his knowledge about fishing the causeway. How long have you been fishing the causeway, Henry? Uh, I've been fishing the causeway and Lake Pontchartrain in general my entire life. Really? My, my dad used to bring me out on Sundays back when they were doing the shell dredging in the lake, and it looked like chocolate milk every single Sunday. We'd go out there and not get a bite. and then <laughs> That sounds like me. All of a sudden, one day, it just turned on. We went out there. We picked up, you know, 10 trout. So then I started really getting more into it. And I, I was young at the time. I was probably 10, 11 years old. Right. And once you actually started catching trout in the lake, that was it. I was yeah. uh, hooked. No pun intended. <laughs> okay. I think it's about time to wrap things up. I thank you very much, Mr. Poirier, for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, learned a lot. I hope you've learned a lot listening to this. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. 
Um, anything else you would like to say? Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out just to my dad, Henry Poirier Sr., because without him, I wouldn't have the tools that I have now to catch as many fish as I do. Yeah. And I'd like to thank you personally for helping my website out. It's a brand-new website. It's just exploded, and it's all, you know. Anytime. You, you've helped us out a lot, so I really appreciate it. And, and that's our first broadcast. Uh, hope you join us for our next one. Until then, check out NorthShoreFishingReport.com for the latest fishing reports all the way from Pearl River to the Amit River covering St. Tammany Parish and a little bit north of there. Check us out. We've got a growing community. Uh, log in, register, and start reading. Appreciate it. See y'all. And Henry, when's the last time you combed your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I keep it short for that exact reason.